Hello and welcome back to the Training with Tucker podcast. This is episode 56 and today I'm going to talk all about long runs. I'm going to cover what is a long run, why long runs are important, how long should your long runs be, and how fast should you be running your long runs. So first up, what is a long run? I'm sure there are many different opinions on this, but I would say a long run is a sustained period of movement that is longer than your average run. So for some athletes, this will start out in maybe the 30-minute range and gradually increase over time. For others who have been running for a long time and are well-trained, their long runs you know, will be 10 to 20 miles, possibly even longer. I generally don't prescribe long runs for my athletes over three hours in duration um, as that at a certain point, the stress of a long run starts to outweigh the benefits. If you are working on building up the duration of your long runs, a good approach to use is walk run, where you break up running intervals with a short walk break of one to two minutes to give yourself a mental and physical breather. Long runs are really important for developing the aerobic energy system. Long runs increase the size and density of mitochondria, improve the delivery of oxygen to your working muscles by uh, increasing your stroke volume. Um, The body also learns to be more efficient in how it utilizes energy sources and can improve how you uh, utilize stored fats as the primary fuel source. On long runs, you're also going to be strengthening and improving the durability in your muscles, bones, and connective tissues. And long runs are also very beneficial mentally. You're out there for a long time and you have to push yourself through points of discomfort. So it's a great way to work on your mental skills. Long runs are really beneficial for improving your endurance, your ability to run faster paces for a longer duration. Whether you are training for the mile, 5K, up to marathon and longer, long runs should be a part of your training plan. But the length of your long runs will depend on a few different things. A good rule of thumb that I recommend following for your long runs is that your your longest long run of the week should not make up more than roughly one third of your total weekly volume. So for example, if you are running 30 miles in a week, your long run should not be more than 10 miles. This is a a general rule. I do believe there are some exceptions and I'll get into those, but this rule is good to follow as I mentioned, long runs are highly stressful on the body. The longer you're, you're running, the more repeat collisions your body is going through, um, you know, with the ground. And as you fatigue, which you will, especially if you're newer to long runs, your mechanics are going to start to break down and you may begin to have some compensatory movements and you may start to move in ways that your body does not love. So doing more shorter runs spread throughout the week 
will give your body an opportunity to recover and repair the damage from all these impacts with the ground so that you can ideally avoid injury. Some of these exceptions that I see to the the rule of of the long run shouldn't be over one third of your weekly volume are one, athletes that have enough lifetime mileage and training so that they can withstand this higher percentage of training isolated into a single session. So for an athlete that's been training for five or more years and has done a number of marathons, they can definitely handle running a 10 to 12 mile long run, even if they're only getting in 20 miles a week, because for them, a 10 to 12 mile long run, even though it's over half of their total weekly volume, is not as much of a a big deal. Similarly, uh, an individual who maybe works a ton of hours and has a very busy social life or family life, they might not have the available time to get in as much training during the week, but on the weekends, they have a lot of free time and have the lifetime experience to handle a long run that is more than that one third. Another exception would be athletes that for whatever reason, do a good amount of cross training. So maybe they mix in some biking or another aerobic activity that is not running. These athletes may be only running two to three times a week with one longer run on the weekend, but with their cross training, they're still getting a good weekly volume. And so they can definitely handle a longer long run than that one third number. Last topic is how fast should you be running your long run? And as us coaches love to say, the biggest mistake amateur runners make is running their easy runs too hard. I think most people would benefit from going easier on their long runs. If you go to Google and type in a search for a pace calculator, there are plenty of good ones out there and I can throw one in the the show notes here that I like to use. Plug in a recent race result and see what that calculator suggests for your easy runs. That should be the absolute fastest you go on most, if not all, of your long runs. When we're training for these long distance running events, there is this temptation to think that we need to be running race pace in our long runs in order to run that pace on race day. And that is completely false. Well-trained athletes will likely do goal pace work in their long runs or add in some faster pace intervals, but that is not what most people should be doing. I do like adding in some marathon or half marathon pace intervals to my athletes' long runs periodically, simply to break up the long run into some chunks so that they are more digestible. From a physiological standpoint, there is very little benefit to running goal marathon pace as it is not fast enough to elicit adaptations to to your lactate threshold and it is not slow enough to really maximize the aerobic system benefits. And it's only adding additional stress for really no added benefit. There is value certainly to developing that muscle memory of running your goal pace. But as far as the internal adaptations goes, it's definitely not the best approach. 
A good way to approach pacing for your long runs is to remember that at the end of your long run, you should be able to say honestly that you could have run longer or faster or both. If you can't say any of those, you need to slow down and or shorten your long runs. So that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this this topic on long runs. If you have any questions about this topic or anything else running related, shoot me a message on Instagram at training with Tucker or by email, tuckergrosscoaching at gmail.com. Both of those will be in the show notes. Thank you again so much for listening. Rate, review, subscribe, and I will be back next week.